0: What's up roofing contractors? Michael Mignona here, and in this video, I'm gonna give you a behind the scenes look at a Zoom call that I recorded with someone who's not even my client yet, but I'll tell you why I was on a Zoom call with them. I was on a Zoom call because we had a call scheduled uh, with this guy and myself uh, because he wanted to talk to me about maybe helping him with his roofing marketing lead system and particularly installing my system into his business. And when we got to talking, I quickly found out that he had tried a company prior to talking to me, and he's had the absolute worst experience with them. The ads did not work. He got maybe one or two leads. They were really, really bad. And then, like, no leads even came in. And um, he was interested in having me look at the actual ads, or I offered. I don't really remember what came first. And so we decided to end the call and jump on a Zoom call together where he shared his screen with me, and I go into his Facebook business manager account, into his ads manager, and I actually look at the ad campaign created by this company that was not getting him any results whatsoever, Um, and I pick it apart piece by piece and talk in detail about each and every aspect of the campaign that's wrong and how to make it better. And I'm sharing this with you for a number of reasons, but the big one is this. There unfortunately are a lot of marketing companies out there that claim to be specialists in roofing marketing and other contractor lead generation. And It pains me to say this, but they are absolutely horrible at what they do, a lot of them. This is a great example of a really popular, really well-known roofing marketing agency that does, when I say they do really bad work, I mean this is like it doesn't get much worse than this. So um, I'm going to switch over to the recorded Zoom video in a moment. I want you to watch it if you're interested, obviously. Listen and watch and see all that's wrong with the campaign. You can probably learn a lot about how to improve the campaigns that you might be running for yourself. um, Or you can at least see what not to do so you can avoid making the same mistakes. And I also want to let you know of one other thing. I'm going to be teaching a lot of what I do. Like literally exactly what I do, the ads I run and everything for my clients and how to set those up yourself. If you're a marketing agency and you're looking to actually help roofers and get good results, I'll be creating trainings and, and full courses on that kind of stuff. If you're a roofing contractor or you're working for a roofing contractor and you want to take it upon yourself to run your own Facebook ads, you'll be able to learn everything from me step-by-step step from start to finish, A to Z, no steps skipped, Uh, in, you know, future trainings that I'm going to be creating. It's going to take a lot of work on my end, but I've already begun creating those things because I know you guys want them. If you do want something like that, leave a comment below that you do, and I will make sure to take note of that and let you know by replying to your comment when those courses and trainings are available for you to dive into and start learning from. So leave a comment below this video if you're seeing, on, seeing it on YouTube or Facebook, um, and let me know you really wanna see that stuff because I am really excited to build those things and share them with you so that we can really lift up the entire industry from a marketing standpoint so we can push out these really subpar companies that are doing horrible work for roofing contractors and stealing all their money and instead, have people doing marketing how it's supposed to be done, getting the results they're supposed to be getting, without wasting money on these on these snake oil salesmen and, and marketing companies that don't know what they're doing. So anyway, let's jump into the Zoom video right now. I hope you get a lot from it. Leave a comment afterwards. Subscribe if you haven't already, so you can be alerted of new videos when they're posted and information about these trainings. I'll see you later. Let's do it. What's up, man? Hey you? Oh, I'm good cool man um so I would love to have you show me your Facebook business manager, and I'll just jump into it with you and and we can go over what's wrong and how to how to fix it so
1: just uh, share the screen or do you wanna like be able to like move uh, move around or yeah share your
0: screen first, then I'll request control of your mouse and okay
1: and we'll go from there all right,
0: so Here's the screen and then it's the, um, I think it's called. Yeah. If you go to business.facebook.com, it'll take you right there. This is
1: actually, I, I saved it and I've never really messed with these ads before in the past, but since they've been uh, messing with it, I've been going in there trying to figure it out. Uh-huh. Um, but, but yeah, this is it. Okay. So it's, is it, th-
0: is it, it's probably, yeah, this, that's it. right. Okay. Mm-hmm. There you go. So let's see here. Um, so like this is one of the campaigns they ran. All right. So so let so right from here, I can see that first of all, this should say no. Um, they set up whenever you see on Facebook lead, that means they are they created lead ads, Facebook instant forms. OK, or a messenger ad, but an on Facebook lead, meaning they didn't build landing pages for you and take the traffic that they are, are grabbing off of Facebook and onto a landing page to gather the information. They <clears throat> um, are keeping the user within Facebook and using Facebook's forms or something like that. So let's see what they're actually doing. So if we go to edit this campaign, we can see what they set up from the campaign level. So they have it on. They turn this on fifty dollars a day. That's pretty standard. And then they only have one ad set. We could talk about that, you know, you know, shortly. And they're using so they're using instant forms, which I've gone over in videos why this is not ideal. Did you get a chance to watch any of the videos that talk about why instant forms are not ideal? I didn't watch it, but but that is what I've heard. So I've heard that that's not not the best way to do it. Yeah, I I, I talk about this at length in, in some of my YouTube videos, but sh- the short answer there is because Facebook knows who the person is, when they click to the instant form, all of their contact information is pre-filled. Now, from a marketing standpoint and an advertising standpoint, that seems like a great thing because less friction, more leads. Well, what it really amounts to in the end unfortunately, is less friction crappy leads because mm-hmm. you you almost want some friction. You want the user to have to do something and invest a little bit of their time because otherwise they, they might not be serious. And then to make matters worse, Facebook, since it has every, every single bit of data that says we know all the people that, that fill out these instant forms, what they end up doing is they end up showing your ads to people who have filled out these instant forms a thousand times in the past. And typically, there they are people who accidentally click these ads all the time and send them in and don't even know what they're doing. Mm-hmm. It, if you've gotten any leads, I wouldn't be surprised if you've called them and they've said, "I don't know what you're talking about. I never filled anything out." That happens all the time. Yeah. So, instant forms—that's a—that's a—that's a, a red flag. Um, uh, so let's see. There's your, your Facebook page. And then there's your audience, people living in this location. So it's a 10 mile radius here. Now, they they actually had it way,
1: way bigger than that. And Mm -hmm. I actually went in there and I switched that because I told them from the beginning that that was like the area that I wanted. Mm -hmm. But but I'm like really close to like the city of Detroit. And um, so like I do work in the city of Detroit. But for some reason, the ads that they were running was targeting like the people that lived in detroit but like had no money to to do a roof so i um just because of the way that they were doing their their ads i thought that it would be better to kind of stay away unless they you know came up with better ads but they actually had a way bigger uh radius than that um Mm -hmm. like like originally
0: yeah i mean this radius is fine. Your your sample size here, your your estimated audience size is fine. That's that's a good. You know, I, I like to see at least one hundred and fifty thousand to two hundred fifty thousand. But this is good. Uh, bigger is not better or worse necessarily. It's just you know it really depends on how good or or bad your ads are. And then obviously, if your radius is extending into parts of town that are heavily saturated with people that don't have any money, um, that's not something you should avoid necessarily sometimes it's fine to include those areas and then see how it goes and then you can kind of iterate according to what kind of leads you're getting if you're getting all crappy leads you can there are ways to exclude um or 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 drastically decrease the likelihood of getting leads like that but that's not the issue here the issue here is how many 18 year olds do you know that own a home
1: Right. Yeah. When I was 18,
0: I was drunk, <laughs> draped over a mailbox because I blacked out after, you know, 10 Jaeger bombs. Like yeah. I was not, I didn't own, I didn't even own a pair. I owned like one pair of shoes. I couldn't do any. I was like <laughs> an absolute hot mess. So like, you know, this, the ages at least should be like 25 plus, you know, 25 to 65 plus or 30 to 65 plus. That's going to drastically reduce the number of people you get in front of that just, just do not own a home all genders. um, This is fine. Languages. I mean, I usually put English in there because I mean, even people who speak English as a second language, because they're living in the United States, typically, um, you know, they typically use Facebook with English as the language they're using. Um, So the only people you're really excluding by putting in English are people that do not speak english at all and i don't know if you'd be able to sell to them anyway unless you speak another language or you know and, and then you can obviously specify what that like if you speak spanish or portuguese or you know russian or hebrew or something you can put that in here and then maybe you can carve out a niche of people who speak that language and you can be known as the roofer in that area that that really capitalizes on that but otherwise i would put in english here um I see they did manual placements. Let's see why they did that. So that's interesting. They did uh I don't know why they did manual placements, um, considering that the none of the like a lot of these aren't even what I would have chosen. What I do manual placements. I mean, they should have if judging on what they picked they really should have just done automatic placements and let facebook figure it out but what i normally do is facebook feed instagram feed and instagram stories and facebook stories and instagram reels and facebook reels and nothing else just those six things or sometimes i don't even do reels i just do instagram and facebook stories and that's it. Uh, uh, and and the instagram and facebook feeds and that's it so that's a this is a weird setup here and then when you look at the ad itself, this is where we're going to get into the real craziness. Um, So it looks like they're using an image, right? Is it just a a single image? It's not a video, right?
1: No, it's not a video. Yeah, so it's just
0: a single image.
1: And this one really is not the one that they like originally made. This is after I complained when I told them to get rid of the, the free stuff. Um, this is what they came up with, but I don't like this one either.
0: But yeah, well, there's a lot wrong with this. So let's yeah. start with. I mean, there's a lot wrong with it, and a lot just that is just very unimpressive. And uh, and and so like the this is the primary text area, the, the 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 stuff that shows up above the image. Do you live in the state of Michigan? Well, back on the ad set level, you'll notice or you'll remember that you're targeting people who live in this location. So do you live in the state of Michigan is a pretty silly thing to ask people who are only seeing this if they live in the state of Michigan. Um, And then it says, have have cracked leaking roof or other shingles cause shingle issues that need to be repaired or replaced as soon as possible? If so, then we can help get your free inspection. And then there's this, yeah. so free inspection is like, not exciting i go into that that's the video that you watched um dear michigan resident are you tired of looking at your old cracked and shabby roof it's time to get a new one quick installation licensed and insured local and trusted company like these three things yes they are they may be things that help people across the finish line when you're selling to them in person or when you're talking to them about actually hiring you But this is not going to excite them enough to reach out and become a lead. Um, And then, scroll area homeowners, are you blah, blah, blah? Are you having these issues? You know, I I don't know. I I know a lot about roofing now because I've helped so many roofers. Correct me if I'm wrong. Some people who need roof replacements don't have any of these problems. Like, sometimes your roof isn't leaking because it's not raining or you know it hasn't rained in a while or or your your roof is old and it could really use a replacement to kind of get ahead of the leaking and things that are going to inevitably occur like any minute um so this is almost like it, this is almost like um eliminating people who actually should have their roof looked at because they aren't currently experiencing these acute issues um mm. so just from a copywriting standpoint i i think that's not ideal um and then um so get your free estimate today. This this area here is gold. Okay. Now I'm not saying it's gold because what they wrote is is gold. What they wrote is coal. I yeah. like coal, though <laughs> so I don't like using that as a bad thing. What, what what they wrote here is trash um because it's it's using up the most important part of the ad space for something that's not at all um gonna get people to be like, holy crap, I need to reach out to them right now. Um, so you, you already knew that you watched my video about some of the worst offers or calls to action you can make. And then this is a big red flag. Okay. Right here in terms of knowing whether a marketing company knows what they're doing or not. When someone puts a phone number in the description, or when they put a phone number in the primary text that I have a video on this as well, that is a red flag that they don't know what they're doing because no one can use this to make a phone call. Unless they write it down on a piece of paper and then dial it in manually. You can't click this number to call. You can't even click a number in the primary text. You can click links to a website, but you can't click a phone number. So you'd have to be like, you know, you'd have to like yell over to your wife, like, honey, you know, write down this number so I can get off of Facebook and then make the phone call. You know, like that's no one's doing that. So putting a number there is just silly and a waste anyway. So and then they do learn more. You know, for, for for this kind of thing, learn more. I wouldn't I wouldn't have that as the button text because you're not learning more. You're, you're really just sending an in information. You're getting a quote. You're you're getting an estimate. You're you're communicating with the company like that. So, and then going back to the whole campaign structure, you have one ad here, in, in, meaning one image, one single image. Now they're using three different variations of the primary text, but are three. Variations that, in my opinion, are all three of them are, are bad. Um, so, at most, you're getting, you know, people in your area are getting different looks at the primary text and they, it's something different, but they're not even getting a different image to kind of change things up. And so, there's only one ad. And then this ad set is one of two ad sets that you should have. The other ad set you should have should be retargeting everyone who interacts with your Facebook content or has been to your actual website before. Um, So this is, this campaign here, in my opinion, and I would argue objectively, is a campaign done by someone who watched a YouTube video on how to create the most basic campaign ever and to get it running. And the fact that these people who you hired, and I won't mention names on this call, um, you know, the the fact that these people you hired are claiming to be specialists in roofing marketing is so um, depressing to me. So I wish (laughs) I could change the whole market by like teaching everyone how to really do this. And I think I'm going to do that. But so anyway, this is, it's no wonder your leads were Bad. The good news there is that it's not as though your area is trash and there's no way to get good results. That That's the good news. The good news is you don't actually know if Facebook ads are going to work really well or not because you haven't tried them properly. <laughs> um, so, man, that's, that's really crazy. I can't believe this is what they did. Um, do you have any questions about all of that stuff I've, I've mentioned so far?
1: No, I, all that sounds about accurate. I knew that that, that they don't know what they're doing. That's exactly what I was thinking uh, these past few weeks when I do my weekly check-in with them because I could tell that, that, that the girl, was she didn't know what to say. And like, it's not, so, so like, it's kind of weird the way that they got their business set up because um, like the people that I'm talking to are not the people that are working on it. So, um, and it's like, they're not really doing a good job of communicating it to whoever it is that they have working on the ad. Um, and every single time that I call them, it's just a voice on the phone telling me that, don't worry, this stuff is going to work, you know, give me reassurance, but it never worked. And so that's why I just, I just gave up. I, um, um, I completely kicked them off of this account. I don't
0: want them messing with it anymore. (laughs) Mm, Crazy. That's really nuts. Um, so this is the instant form now that I, you know, I scrolled down and I see it. Attention, Michigan homeowners, claim your free roof, claim your free roof estimate as though roof estimates are like hard to come by and you can claim it before it disappears. Like that's silly. Like no one, no one is going to fall for that. And then do you live in the state of Michigan? We already, we already addressed the fact that obviously they do, or they wouldn't be seeing the ads. And even if they didn't, who cares? So like if, even if you got a lead from Hawaii, like that, that wouldn't, that the problem is not getting a lead from Hawaii. It's, it's not getting a lead from anywhere where you live ever and being able to close the roofs. So um, are you the current homeowner? Yes or no? In my opinion, this question is not a good one to ask. I, I, because like why would someone who's not the current homeowner fill it out? And does it even like the only questions you should ask are questions that if you didn't ask, it would severely limit the how you could serve the customer. And so if if you, te- if you got 100 leads and 80 of them were not homeowners, then I would say ask this question because it's clearly something that you need to address like at the outset. But if you get 100 leads and one person is not the homeowner and you make a phone call and you're like, oh, you don't own the home. Who owns the home? You're renting it. Uh, do you want to put me in touch with the investor who bought the home and is renting it out to you? You're like, okay, fine. You don't need to ask this question. How old is your roof? I mean, is this really important. Maybe it is, but if it is, is this maybe something you could talk about with them on a phone call instead of to get the lead? Because I bet at least 50% of homeowners don't know how old their roof is. Maybe more, maybe 80%. I mean, I purchased my house um, over a year ago and I remember he, at the time hearing how old the roof was and being okay with how old it was and um, you know the fact that I wouldn't need to replace it probably anytime soon. But if you ask me how old the roof was, I think it was 10 plus years, maybe, but I'm not sure. And if my being unsure causes any uncertainty with regard to whether or not I should send this in, that's not good. Because it's better that I send it in without second guessing. Well, if I don't know how old it is for sure, I don't want to send this in. You know that that's only going to hurt the person who who's who should be getting the lead. What material is your roof? I mean, I know that my roof is asphalt shingles. They're designer shingles. Uh, I know a little bit more than most probably do because I help roofers all over the country. But you know, what if someone doesn't know? That's another thing that they are um, having to figure out and think about before they send their stuff in. And how is it helping you? Like as the roofing business owner, if they say they have tile, are you gonna like start doing something different before you call them? No, you're gonna call them and talk about their roof and you'll say, hey, what kind of roof do you have? And they'll tell you. And then you click next after you get through all that and it auto-populates full name, email, phone number, street address, zip code. So that you know gives you their information and then it says, you know, it, it reviews it. And then thanks, you're all set. We'll give you a call shortly, and then a, a button to call you now. <clears throat> so, you know, it's that's your typical instant lead form that, in my opinion, is even asking questions that are unnecessary and don't really, if they don't help you, the contractor. Um, accomplish something more on your end, what they sh- what the questions should do is suggest or imply to the homeowner that answering the questions is going to help you figure out their estimate. So like, for instance, if you said to someone, yeah. um, fill this out and you'll get an estimate from us, what are some of the questions the homeowner would probably need to answer so that you could write up an estimate for them? Well, that that has more to do with the size of their home or roof, um, how they're hoping to pay. You know, f- for the for the job, whether they're hoping to pay cash, whether they're hoping to get insurance to pay for it, whether they're hoping to get small monthly payments. You know, financing. That's information that you would need in order to help them from a financial standpoint understand how much it costs to get a roof. So, so that's kind of where you want to be with the questions you're asking. Um, and yeah, that's that's it's it's interesting to see this. Um what sort of questions do you have? I'm kind of rambling.
1: Uh nothing really.
0: Um uh
1: I mean I I kind of had a hunch that that they didn't know what they were doing and I mean um yeah, like I I was just really glad that I found you. You know what's funny is um I was complaining to them, telling them that their ads are not really all that great because when I scroll through Facebook which I don't which I don't really do that all that often but when I do and I see the roofing ads I see a lot more creative ads than the ones that they were running so mm-hmm. I told them that I would just find them some some other ones that that were better to see if they could uh switch up the ad and um that's how I came across your ad so that's the yeah. funny thing
0: All right, guys. So you just watched that whole recorded Zoom that I did with Anthony. Such a nice guy. Um, And it was really cool of him to let me take a look for him. I also think it was really cool of me to do it because we both got value out of it. I got to record a video that I could share with you guys. He got to learn exactly what was wrong with his campaigns that were built by this company that should not be building campaigns for anybody and, um, and it's really good all around. So <clears throat> I hope you got a ton of value from it. As I said before, if you haven't subscribed to my YouTube channel already, then do that now so that you're the first to find out about new videos like this that you can learn a ton from and even better so you can be the first to find out when I release full trainings on how to set up the campaigns that I set up for my own clients for you And your roofing company or your clients, if you're a marketer looking to get amazing results for roofers or other contractors, I'm going to be sharing all of that in trainings and courses and course bundles and things like that. So subscribe if you haven't already. Leave a comment below and let me know how bad you want that because I will create it and I'll create the sort of courses that you want based on what you share you want. Um, So share tell me in the comments. Blow my comments up. Let me know. I want to help you. That's it, guys. See you later.